0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Hugh Wallace is with me, the Irish architect, the TV presenter and director of Douglas Wallace Architects, as is Holly Carpenter, the former model and influencer to look back on the week that was. So, um, Holly, you take issue with that title, do you? It's well, it makes it sound like you're a former model <laughs> and a former influencer. I'm a current actually.
1: influencer. <laughs> former model and
0: current influencer. Yeah.
1: I mean, I love what I do. I love being an influencer, but I do think that some people hear the word influencer and they're a bit allergic and they might like put me in a box and then immediately dislike me and think I'm a bit entitled or not very talented. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think people have a problem with it, but I can promise you I'm very nice.
0: Uh, dispel then the myth that uh, it takes no talent or hard work to be an influencer.
1: I think building a following and working with brands and trying to attract the biggest brands and biggest pure agencies and, you know, using the right editing tools and lighting and products to create something that they are willing to pay you for. It definitely takes skill and to have people that follow you and to keep them interested and not lose them as a follower is a full time job as well in its own way and just kind of not take it too seriously either and just enjoy it.
0: How much production then goes into, say, a video of you doing something?
1: Well, if it's safe, it's for a shampoo company, I have to like get the after shot first, save that shot, then, you know, have the lights and the camera for the the shower shot and keep it PG and then edit it all together and, you know, have the voiceover, the music in the background, the caption that kind of gives the right instructions as well. So it takes a long time. Um, and then, of course, they might come back and ask you to change a few things, which sometimes mean you have to do it all over again because you want the same lighting. So look, no, it's not for everyone. Hugh, did you immediately think
0: less of Holly then when I described her as an influencer?
2: Absolutely not. I think that it's very interesting. I think influencers do have a social responsibility and obligation that what they do put out is accurate and correct. And perhaps sometimes misleading information is given out. But I'm sure, Holly, you never do that. And uh, I think it's very important that you use your talent and skill to support so I find when I travel around the country, I stop at butchers, bakers and candlestick makers mm. and put, you know, the local amazing food and shops and people up on my stories.
0: Holly, have you, I'm, I'm sure people, brands would reach out and you say, listen, that doesn't suit me or the, or the kind of the brand Holly or whatever. It doesn't shine with it. Uh, have there has there been situations where say it is a shampoo brand and you've used it and you're like oh this is actually rubbish
1: yeah no definitely and I've I think it's you know working for the check when you're actually Going to face like a huge backlash isn't worth it. You don't want people if they don't like trust you and you lose your credibility. They're going to unfollow you, um, and you have to have your morals as well. If you're against fast fashion, but they come to you with a really big check and suddenly you're swanning around in a fast fashion outfit telling everyone to buy it, that's just inauthentic. Um, and like you said, it's so important to support Irish Irish design um, and just stay true to yourself. Because the minute people start their following starts to grow and they get a bit carried away and they're flogging wheelbarrows, mascara, bikinis, there's no <laughs> like there's no content Continuity, it doesn't make <laughs> someone actually did try and get me to do a wheelbarrow campaign. I'm not joking. Mm, I don't really? even have a garden. Mm. I live in Stony Battery, so I have the smallest little courtyard and they were like, Oh sure, she can just shoot it in someone else's garden. And I was just like, No, a picture of me in a wheelbarrow <laughs> is not it. the aesthetic. You, oh.
0: I could imagine you <laughs> flogging wheelbarrows. Oh, I'll flog. I
1: oh, can't be
2: it. out flogging wheelbarrows, <laughs> you, might you know.
1: I do the wheelbarrow. i w
2: I'm doing rubber boots. I'm doing wellies. Oh, nice. right, right okay. wellies. So I love I love I'm so excited I'm going to the ploughing championships this year. And I'm just so excited. Have you,
0: have, have you been before?
2: Yeah, I love it. Okay. It's like the world and his mother is at it. It's great fun. It's family. And it's just so entertaining. And, but also, when you look at the skill that a farmer now has to have in this mm. day and age, it's quite extraordinary. It's like, you know, they all have to do third level education to go out and, and provide food for us.
0: Uh, so are you? Are you just visiting? Or are you working there?
2: Oh, I'm. I'm doing a little bit of work. I know there would be money uh, in Yeah. No,
0: no, there's no
2: money. I, oh. I go down. No, no, I oh go down gosh. there for the very reason of supporting uh, Irish companies in food, okay. and I love that. So I go around the food tents, eating my way through them, <laughs> and then supporting them.
0: And uh, you go, Do you go every year to the ploughing?
2: No, I I didn't go for the last two years. Okay, I went the years before, so I'm looking yeah. forward to being back. Holly, do you ever go to the ploughing?
1: I actually have never been to it but <gasps> I, I was saying I was at um, All Together now recently and wellies were essential so they're great for festivals as well. Yeah. Um, so I might take a look at your wellies.
0: Do you have fancy hunter wellies? I do. Yes. I, I love them.
2: I love them and I wear my britches. Okay. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Just dress appropriately. Yeah, it's important that Indeed. you look the part. Indeed. It, it <laughs> certainly Indeed. is. <laughs> uh, would you and I have, have to cap? cap. I wear the cap. A, peak, a flat cap? Yeah, a flat cap. Oh, oh do oh, you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. you driving home in a New Holland next. Yeah, I'd love that. Oh yeah. Jesus that would be great. <laughs> Uh, would you have any interest in going to the plow-on?
1: I actually would because it's I've never been and I've obviously got loads of followers that aren't in Dublin. So it'd be very different content for me to be <laughs> producing. Look, you know, have a look at a few Massey Fergusons, you never know.
0: It's absolutely unique, isn't it? It's, the it's amazing. There's nothing like it's, it. It's yeah. amazing, you know. Heard. Um so altogether now, you're not going to electric picnic this weekend. No, I'm not.
1: And I I'm I'm someone who gets FOMO sometimes when I see pictures online. But I've just kind of filled my weekend with nice plans. And if it rains, then I won't be as jealous. But I gave altogether now 100%. And I was just so tired after it. <laughs> so it
0: that was a bit muddy at times, was it? It was
1: very muddy. And it was actually kind of dangerously muddy. Like I know a few people who seriously injured themselves because your welly would get stuck in the mud. And then you're trying to take the next step, but your foot at the back your would kind of stuck. And eyes. then your ankles. And, you know, I have a friend who's on crutches. He was really struggling. So I don't know, next year they might need a bit more sawdust or whatever they use. <laughs> <laughs> is that what They're they use? Stop the
0: rain. Yes. I think they should just stop the rain. I know, a no. massive marquee. Yeah, much easier. You're not going to Electric Picnic either, are you? No. God, you no, say I it as if cope. like it's, it's oh. an awful suggestion mm. even.
2: Well, I, for, I think Electric Picnic, when it started, is a very different beast to it is now. Mm. And I think it's now a massive, massive festival. Yeah. In fact, my friends went... Drove along the car, parked in the car park, left the roof light open, poured rain, went back, opened the
0: door and all the water came out. Oh no, it, it rained that heavily <sighs> Yeah, with the car f- uh, yeah. I, half, 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 half I don't, I don't believe it. Half honest
2: yeah. to God, honest
0: to God. <gasps> Go away it's like a that.
2: cartoon. No, yeah, no. It,
0: exactly. It is like too like a cartoon.
2: Ah, jeez, those things happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Um, do you think it's too big now? Electric um,
1: picnic? Maybe. Yeah, I get a bit overwhelmed when it's that big and if your phone's dead you've lost your friends you're going oh my god how am I ever going to find them again? Um, but I've been I think about eight times and I've wow. I've gone yeah. yeah I went in regular camping the bougie camping stayed in a hotel went in a camper van I tried it from all angle and um, I feel like the camper van is definitely the way to go you feel kind of clean you get a good night's sleep like the first time I went I was so young I didn't care and then as I got older each year, I wanted more comfort, more comfort. So the campervan is the way to go. But yeah, I looked at the lineup this year and I wasn't blown away. You're getting old, Holly. Yeah. I'm basically old. Not, i basically yeah. old. I wasn't sure if I'd I say it, but that's how I'm, mean, you know,
0: all together now is more for me. I didn't reach like the lineup. Yeah. It's all too big. It's just, you're actually right. If you could van. literally
1: airlift me in and I could have like a whole team of doing like, with me doing my blow dry, having me in a four poster <laughs> bed. Doesn't just
2: want much. I don't want no. much. It's, it's not exactly much to ask. If any brands demanding. could arrange that exactly.
1: for me. <laughs> I
0: have to do my own makeup. So my <laughs> golly, I'm very impressed (laughs) of your makeup traveling with you. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder. Hugh Wallace and Holly Carpenter are both with me. Uh, We were talking earlier in the week about inspirational women, Holly. So Michelle Obama topped this poll. Uh, Emma Watson was number two, and I can't remember uh, anybody else on it, except that. Ludica was uh, the Iceni queen from 2000 years ago was somewhere in the top 20 which I just found absolutely brilliant. Rosa Parks was pushed out uh, from eighth place by uh, Taylor Swift. I remember that as well. Um, who would you have as the most inspirational mm, woman?
1: I don't know, kind of obviously changes year on year almost for me. I remember the first inspirational, iconic women I looked up to were the Spice Girls and they had that kind of you know girl power they were they were who they were they were so feisty and fabulous and i loved them and then as i grew up i suppose meryl streep um, I really loved Venus and Serena Williams, still do. I think anyone who had, you know, Princess Diana as well, anyone who has that tenacity and that grit and also the style and grace, um, they just capture my heart.
0: Uh, Meryl Streep, I mean, was it her or her roles that you loved? Like, I mean, did you actually know her?
1: I don't know her personally, unfortunately. No, well, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <but> Fair <enough. laughs> I mean, did you know... Um, uh, would you have, like... Was, was it things she said in interviews, put it that way?
1: Um, I kind of loved that she was one of those actresses who actually got really successful a bit later in life. Um, And then it was only as I grew up older, as I got older and I looked back into her life and read interviews and certain quotes would pop up and I was like, okay, wow, she knows what she's talking about. She doesn't take any, you know what, and she knows exactly who she is. So any woman who looks in the mirror and you can tell they just know who they are and they carry themselves like that, it's just really um, inspiring because it's not easy all the time to do that as a woman, I think.
0: And why then Serena and Venus?
1: Well, actually, I saw the movie in 2021 King Richard with Will Smith playing their father. And I was just blown away by their story. I knew their story, but seeing it on the screen of them growing up in Compton and, you know, there'd be street shootings and gangland drug dealing going on. And every morning he had them out practicing and practicing and practicing. And he was like, you're going to be stars. It was just so inspiring. And just the work ethic, like it's very intense. Like my dad never put that much pressure on me. Um, I can't imagine what it was like. But no, I just like look at them now. Like Serena is still this week catching so many headlines. Did you blame your dad then? Did you come out of the cinema and say, look look what I could have I know, done? I know, I could have.
0: Imagine, you in, could be following me around I all these know, tennis tournaments. I
1: was nights. a member of Sutton Tennis Club and dad never cared if I went or didn't go. So. Oh, a <laughs> <parent>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a terrible
0: parenting I hope terrible parenting. Hugh, uh, who would you have in your list well, of the world's I, most inspirational women? Yeah,
2: well, I, I actually have uh, Marion Falook and, and uh, Nell McCaffrey okay. from 1971. Because the,
0: them from that year, but not, not the post seventy one. No, no,
2: yeah, but but you have to remember that year was the condom and the spermicide jelly attacks that took place on platform one in O'Connell on sorry in in Connolly station, and to me, to think that's fifty years ago, that there were people trying to take the condom and the pill at customs. Off the railway station is just bizarre, and if you like the legacy that those women left, it, we it is here today. The legacy of being gay, of of all of that, because they were trailblazers in seventy one, mm. and 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 like you can even feel their legacy today as a gay man, really, because only for them pushing the boundaries and attitudes to social order in Ireland did anything change. They were out there. They were, like, they those people were absolutely hated by the church and by the state mm. for causing chaos in a conservative society. And thank God they did.
0: And so you, like, part of that journey that culminates to a degree with, say, marriage equality, that's a big part of that journey, is absolutely. it? Absolutely. The, the condom they, train.
2: All of that. Because this was the first time that actually women took control, stood on the platform and said, stop, we're not taking any more. We're not accepting the status mm. quo, which men had created for us. Even today, the status quo isn't even. And, but they are the ones who, if you like, put the key in the door and unlocked the cupboard. And no matter what the state did or the church tried to do, they couldn't close the cupboard door again. It was out. And and you have to respect what those women did.
0: And did you meet them later on? Yeah, night? I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nell McCaverty's great
2: fun. I actually travelled with her from um from on the Holly uh, sorry, not in Hollyhead, Fishgar Rosslair boat. There was okay. a flaming storm and we spent thirty hours on the boat bouncing up and down 30 30 hours and and I happened to have the book revealing uh, Charlie hockey and his his personality and the yeah. two of us just read it and <laughs> fell around the floor laughing well in fact we were on the floor because you couldn't sit up because it was so rough
0: so I mean because I was going to ask if you ever meet your heroes do they disappoint do they no, disappoint no, in no, that no. case oh my you? god
2: no? no oh my God no
0: would you be nervous about meeting Venus or Serena that maybe um, there'd be a dose, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's it kind is of always." There's always now. that
1: chance, but no, I'd probably just be in awe of them. I'd probably want to just take it all in, like you know, really savor the moment. But I totally agree with everything that you were saying as well. And Nell McCafferty and everyone in that era, she I think was friends with my granny Terry. Yeah, yeah. And mentioning Charlie there, I was like, "Ooh." Um, but but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I remember all that. Yeah, like, I it was used iconic to, go to the parties with Terry. I know.
2: <laughs> you know, it was wild when you think that. Uh, it was a different world, though. But it was also. Double standards mm, So it's alright for Charlie To oh, do yeah. what Charlie was doing But it wasn't alright
0: For women
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah
1: And we still face that now
0: We do We yeah. do actually Yeah but even I know Sorry Like he gets lauded all the time But like You saw that as well Even in um, The fallout of Like it persisted it, The fallout of, uh, of Eamon Casey I mean you know There was huge forgiveness For kind of You know The human frailties he showed Like Gable treated uh, and I, God that's terrible That I can't remember her name This is probably evidence yes, Of those double yes. standards um, It was disgraceful something was it I can't remember But he was, anyway treated really abysmally You know what I mean And kind of suggests It wouldn't be a great thing If your son grew up like His dad rather than his mother almost, <laughs> you know, On the other day Anyway terrible thing Anyway um, uh, So listen That, that uh, we're, we're, We've knocked uh, Michelle Obama Off number one perch Have oh, we got it. Yeah, Yeah I yeah. think, so. I think it's, so It's too obvious Overrated I think so yeah. <laughs> We know not Come on yeah, right. Make way, Michelle. Um, make way for wedding gifts. Should we do that, Hugh? So this no. is a suggestion we should get rid of wedding gifts.
2: Absolutely. Bring the moolah.
0: Oh, yeah. Just yeah, bring money. the moolah. Oh, yeah. There's Mark... the mafiosa.
2: Yeah, in there. love yeah, it. You know. Love it. Cash is Day good. You know, <laughs> my daughter's yeah. wedding. Yeah, go around with the flat cap. <laughs> yeah. 50s and 100s only. Yeah. Don't take any small denominations. When Martin and I got married in 2012, we had absolutely no money. Yeah. So we... We told everyone, bring the hundred quid to cover the uh, wedding. And it was great. The wedding cost us nothing. We had a most fantastic day. It was just wonderful. Yeah. In locks. So we had the, the reception and the service in locks. And it was a brilliant day. Oh, and yeah. even better was it could only hold 48. Okay. So that was, that was cunning. Because Martin is one of 11. So I was able to, we were able to sort of nobble.
0: Oh. His side of the family So small Was it difficult to do that? It was very tense Yeah I'd and say there, so There little ripples In the family Oh was there? There was Still being felt today There's, there's someone at home Listening to this now They're cursing you There is now you, little little But it was great To, to have
2: 48 people In the room
0: That you liked Yes And you had the service In there as well Yeah That's nice yeah.
2: I was fantastic on the, on the beautiful day Yeah In January on the canal and it was watching the swans go up and down. It was just wonderful.
0: Uh, are you, You're at kind of wedding go, peak wedding going age now, I am. are you? Yeah,
1: I'm so. 31. Oh my God, I couldn't even, I feel like I don't even know what age I am anymore. But I'm 31, so a lot of people are getting married. I think we have six weddings this year. Um, and it's like... It's relentless. Now, obviously, you're kind of delighted once you get there. But my boyfriend was actually giving out to me because he was like, you have to stop moaning in the lead up because I was like, we've got I was like, another bloody wedding. We've got the cash in the card because let's face it, people want cash. Cash is king. Then I've got my hair and nails dress. Then we've got a night over in the hotel, taxis, spending money on drink and all that kind of stuff. But then, to be fair, when I'm there, I always love them. I love a good Irish wedding. They're so much fun, mm. so much crack. Um. But I think people just want money. Like, it's not like back in the day when people were getting married at like 23, 24. They just moved in together for the first time. They didn't have cutlery yes, or, yes, you know, crockery yes. and stuff. But now if someone handed me an, an air fryer on my wedding day, I'd be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> fuming. I don't want anything just like Now, I'm not even engaged. But like if any of my future... What about cook, a snow cooker? Oh, a maybe. juicer? Jeez, no, sir.
2: no, a, a, bread, maker. <laughs> a, bread, um, a
0: bread, bread maker. A bread, a bread maker is the essential. Actually, yeah, oh, see, I've no yes.
1: counter space. I'd be getting overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get involved, <laughs> I'd so be selling it all. The
0: floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch the bread maker there. Um, so, yeah, would you now, be when you have that many weddings to go to, would you recycle outfits based on the who's going to be at it? No, yeah. there be no overlap with this one so we can wear the same thing.
1: Definitely. And there's so many good dress rental places now in Dublin, which is brilliant. There's one I've been using called 105 Dress Rental in Ballsbridge. And at the last three weddings, I've just rented because it's like, what's the point in buying dresses? And then it's all over your Instagram and then you don't want to wear it till next summer. You know, it's just more yes. sustainable. I love that sustainable is so trendy now because when I started out when I was like nineteen, you wouldn't be caught dead in the same outfit, you know. So now it's like it's you get praised to be seen for wearing something again and again. So yeah, renting dresses is the way forward. It
0: is one talking of double standards. Uh, that that was one
1: you know, that when I was.
0: In that age category and all our friends are getting married mm-hmm. and you're going to six, seven, eight, nine weddings a year, that it used to drive my wife mad that I would just You could just wear the same, same thing yeah, yeah, every time. And if the, you know, if there was uh, two weddings within a month, I might change the tie to oh, for oh, well, the, or the shirt, yeah. stressful for you. Uh, gee, I wouldn't even wash the shirt. What's <laughs> the point? What's What's it's the the point? gonna point? get dirty again. was well, the point? Yeah, exactly. Exactly you welcome back to The hard Shoulder. Hugh Wallace and Holly Carpenter are both with me. It is a National Cinema Day this Saturday, apparently. Are you going to mark it, Holly?
1: I actually might, yeah. I live quite close to the Lighthouse Theatre or the Lighthouse Cinema, sorry, um, in Smithfield. But I had a look and I was like, I feel like I've seen everything. Like mm. if you've seen Barbie and Oppenheimer, what's really left? Did you like them? I did. I love them both. Oppenheimer is too long though. I think three hours in the cinema is just too long. I actually left in the middle of it just to go to the shop and come back I just needed some air <laughs> Sorry yeah. you, I thought you were going to say I kind of went to the bathroom You no. left and went to the shop Yeah I went to Gay Spar on Georgia Street and, <laughs> and I bought some jellies <laughs> and, yeah, and I, What I went, cinema were you in? Uh, the Irish Film oh, Institute in I, Temple Bar Oh yeah I
0: was thinking of the and life I came back. and went all the
1: way to Gay Spar like, <laughs> I could have missed most of the movie I was rustling around my boyfriend was like where did you get all those sweets? <laughs> I was like don't ask any questions Now it was an amazing movie but I just would like to see something that long at home in the comfort of my own home but Barbie was a amazing. Um, and then if you feel like you've seen everything, The Lighthouse show like old classics so sometimes you kind of go and have a look at their at their list and you go maybe but I mean for €4 Euro, I feel like I have to see yeah, something. Yeah,
0: it's great value. You are you a lover of the cinema? Love it. Going to the cinema? I yeah. think there's nothing like
2: it. That big screen, the sound, the noise. I just think I and I went to Barbie and I just wallowed in it. I loved it. the oh, yeah. sets and the color and the razzle dazzle. Martin fell asleep. I <laughs> did. He? Yeah, Martin fell asleep. I said, "What do you think of that?" He said, "What? <laughs> oh, where am I? What? What?" what? <laughs> um, but I I think Does he I, always fall asleep in the cinema. or no, was it just just Barbie. It wasn't okay. Him. Um, I, I love it. He loves horror. You see.
0: Oh, I'm not a fan of horror. Yeah, I have, I'm like this. I have yeah. to put
2: my eyes up I can't and then I won't go with them okay. I won't
0: enjoy them But would you go to the cinema on your own? Oh yeah Yeah?
2: Yeah because I think that's the fun like this Martin doesn't like and I don't like certain movies so why torture ourselves yes. and off you go and it's a great escape
0: oh, I love going to the cinema on my and, own but, yeah. but
2: I love the idea is you have to leave everything behind Yes You know if you're going to concerts, you have to leave all your troubles behind and just delve into it and go with the story and the m- magic of it all. In fact, I cried at the end of Barbie. Same. I went As to it, see it twice. it was over or is there a sad no, ending? No, just I just thought it was Yeah. I went see amazed. it twice. I,
1: I cried twice, saw it twice. Um... If something catches me once in a movie, it'll just always make me cry every time I see it. Like, <laughs> I just love a good cry. But um, I like going on my own as well. Actually, it's just something really nice to do for yeah, yourself. You don't have to talk. To yeah, you them don't themselves. have to. And you can get your own pick and mix. You can do your own mm. thing. You um, can walk to the gate Yeah, exactly. And I sometimes fine, feel like isn't? people. Maybe I don't know if it's an Irish thing. We're kind of embarrassed to do stuff on our own. Like I have friends who'd be embarrassed to sit somewhere and have lunch on their own. And I'm like, do you think anyone's looking at you and cares <laughs> whether you're on your own or not? Like, no one cares. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just. It and like actually afterwards you have this nice feeling that you've done something for yourself and for yeah. me it's probably the only time I don't look at my phone as well. When I'm well, in that's the cinema. one of the great
0: things about it is uh, at home. No matter how invested you are, it's we're just we're also programmed now that you realise halfway through I'm not actually watching this. I'm I'm so and, bad for that I'm flicking through something on my mm-hmm. phone. Um, and you have to engage. Yeah, it's one of the great pleasures in life. I think is going it's going to the cinema. It is. Yeah, open.
2: and it's the fact of the sound. Yeah. You, you you'll never get that at home. No. And and the screen and the detail and it's just amazing to go to to movies. I think
0: mm. I think it's surreal. It's just such an escape. What was the first movie you went in the cinema?
1: Um I think it was Toy Story.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> um, <laughs> Hugh! What was the first movie you saw? Well, the cinema? one
2: I remember is is Mary Poppins. Oh, I
0: love which that I movie. saw
2: in the Grafton Street Cinema seven times.
0: Where was the Grafton Street Cinema? It,
2: it there's a shop in it now Massey Duty. Oh, I know the one. It's, yeah, it's that was the the cinema. Oh, very and, good. And it was amazing. And you and saw it how many times? Seven. It was you know the way everybody's birthday. Oh, we're going to go to Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah Bambi, was, a, Bambi was the first movie I saw in that cinema. cinema. Was
2: amazing because when there weren't sort of kids' films on, yes, they had just twenty um, uh, reels of um, of cartoons. Oh,
0: okay. just continuous yes. reels
2: of cartoons, and so it was where you went as a kid for your for your birthday.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I, I I don't know is it that the big distribution companies kind of take over management of what you see when you're in there probably but that in this the region cinema and Kilkenny when you went to see Bambi there would be just random shorts on beforehand yes, yeah, as yeah, well they'd throw them on for an hour yeah, as people yeah, were sitting was great. down yeah and, and they, you, they'd have nothing to do with what you were watching <laughs> no, they were and just then you'd have to stop shorts, and it yeah. gave you
2: time to get the popcorn and the orange super split
0: yes, Ooh, they, oh, yes oh. This, uh, the, they, they have a HB ice cream talk yeah. yes yeah Oh, it's great days. Sorry great about days. that. <laughs> anyway, um, listen, before we go, I, you've, you mentioned Martin falling asleep in the cinema. So is he a good napper? Does oh, loves nap? it. Loves a nap.
2: Oh, and he doesn't drive. So he just loves He naps loves. in the car. Oh, loves it. Gone. <laughs> uh, do you nap? I'll nap funny enough when somebody's driving me funny enough. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, i revert to her great. childhood. It's great. I love the back it backseat mm-hmm.
1: or so if I'm gone. Do you nap? I'm not great at napping now. I find oh. it just feel, I feel like I'm really disorientated after I nap and I feel like kind of like a bear coming out of hibernation. I'm confused, mm. I'm hungry, I'm angry. And then I'm like, I thought that this was going to make me feel better, but I can kind of sleep on airplanes um, just because there's nothing else to really do. But I think I just need to master the art of like how long I should be napping for because I think I nap for too long. Like what's a nap and what's actually just going to sleep for a few hours? Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But then,
0: if you're going to nap for only twenty minutes, do you fully get changed and get into bed, or do you just close so your eyes? No, this is off? in the
2: back. I never, I'd never nap at home. Oh, would you o- not? Only when I'm traveling.
0: Okay, so
1: that's just I'd, that's a yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's the same as me, really. I guess. Yeah. I
2: don't remember takeoffs.
1: Oh yeah, on and would flights. you
0: drool on the person beside you then? I have not to You would have We do. all do, you do Of course drool. you do uh, you. Every, Everyone drills when they sleep uh, No you do. Never And then you wake up doing that thing <laughs> Oh <it's> so <laughs> messy. Yeah exactly God. Yeah we all do it. <laughs> oh, We all do it. I remember I was at In, in The Point And um, there was a kind of A Leonard Cohen tribute I oh, came so far for no beauty wonder, No wonder you were yeah, there, like I fell asleep On oh, the oh, shoulder of the woman Beside me And she woke me up At the end of it And It was over To go home Anyway, anyway, listen. Um, I know. Listen, lots of people are listening to this, possibly in their cars on the way to Stradbally. So don't we might let finish, them fall asleep. Uh, don't fall asleep, particularly if you're driving. But um, um, so we might finish with a little bit of music. But before we go, Holly uh, Dogs Trust event that you wanted to mention.
1: Yeah, they are having the Big Paws Dog Walk in Malahide Castle on the thirtieth of September, and it's just to mark anyone who has lost a dog, and they kind of want to mark it, and um, maybe they're feeling a bit of grief. They miss that furry friend and I'm someone who's a big advocate for Adopt Down Shop so you can visit dogstrust.ie to see how you can register and it's going to be really nice you can bring your dog or go on your own and it's going to be a lovely day out Have you a dog? I have four <gasps> Yeah, dogs Well I only have one in my own house but we have three family dogs as well they're all Dogstrust Okay <sighs> Yeah And how, uh, what type of dog do you have in the house? Max is a miniature schnauzer terrier cross okay. and I was just going to foster him for a few months during lockdown and then, of course, fell in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's spoiled rotten. And what about
0: when you're going away? See, we're under savage yeah. pressure now. Savage. So this is now I'm interviewing you. So uh, what What? What about when you're going away? What do you do?
1: See, that's the thing. Like, that's why so many people after lockdown, unfortunately, ended up giving their dogs back and abandoning them because they realised it's so expensive to get them minded when you go mm. away. Um, there is a kennels that I use, which is 25 euro a day. Um, it's not the worst yeah. um, but obviously if you're going away for like 10 days it's just an extra expense on your holiday and you kind of I'm lucky I found somewhere that he actually likes he doesn't come out angry or off with me he bounces out and I know he's had a good time um, but sometimes friends will take him but you know it's a big ask to give your dog to someone yeah. for like 10 days
0: I don't think we're going to get away with it much longer Hugh
1: you're going to get one if oh, you, you oh yeah you we've better the adopt next
0: yeah. we've,
2: the next door neighbor's cat has adopted us Oh, oh really? Oh Yeah. <laughs> can, I do say, that, yeah. can I just say, can I just say, the perfect relationship? Oh, it's really? just fantastic. Low
1: maintenance. Low
2: maintenance. So if we're away, the owner looks after, and then if she's away, she'll mooch in.
0: Oh yeah, that sounds You'll ideal. Yeah. Maybe we should just get a cat. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Wallace and Holly Carpenter. Listen, it's been a pleasure, and thanks a million. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.